What's up, Wellness Warriors? You have found yourself on Unconventional Wellness Radio, and I am your host, Frank Ritz. I'm a physician assistant with 10 years of experience in both medicine as well as alternative therapies to help you get the holistic health care that you've always wanted. You know, over the past 10 years, I've had the opportunity to learn what I now deem as the five pillars of unconventional wellness, and they are nutrition, movement, getting better sleep, reducing your stress and anxiety, and being able to remove toxins from your living environment. And through these five pillars, I myself have been able to be a product of the product, and I want to share with you both my personal testimony and the research that is starting to come out regarding a lot of these things that we look at in preventative medicine. So hear from experts and all the individuals that I've had the pleasure of working with throughout the years in unconventional wellness. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I am going to keep it brief here because I just want to jump right in, but... For those of you that listened to our podcast last week, where it was with the Renewed People folks, um, I am putting on part two now, which is the finale of this podcast. I sure hope that it's actually been able to speak to you because, honestly, overcoming insecurities is a problem that all of us have. So without further ado, here is part two. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, Frank, I'm, I'm super interested in, in the, the rest of your story. Uh, uh uh, please continue, and uh, I'm super interested in the outcome. Yeah, so, um, well, a couple of things since we're on that topic. You know, we're talking about love, but let's face it. I'm a I'm a physician assistant, if I haven't told your podcast listeners, so I kind of understand a little bit. Actually, about, real quick, plug plug your podcast and tell us what, what you do. Oh, well, that can, let, can we circle back around? Because I really sure. I really want God to be manifest here, not my stinking podcast. Perfect. We can talk about my podcast um, in a few. And I appreciate that, by the way. But, uh, but, but so love and lust, right? When you look at it at the, let's, let's get just really nerdly here. Okay. And when you look at it at the, like the, the baseline neuroendocrine levels, okay? Lust and love actually can stimulate the same hormones. And yeah. you don't know the difference. Yeah. Because yeah. you're responding to serotonin, you're responding to dopamine oxytocin you're responding to all these different neurotransmitters that it doesn't matter they're just making you feel pleasure yeah and so that's why i think that we have this natural tendency for addictions the other thing that i wanted to say was you know we always think about the bad stuff that you can be addicted to like it could be pornography or it could be you know immorality with your significant other drinking drugs how about being addicted to too much work yeah. Yeah. Or being addicted to people telling you that you're doing a really yeah. amazing so job and you have to be rewarded. Yeah. Right. So like these are all the these are all the things that you're doing that putting your hand up in the air saying like you know this is still all about me 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 yeah. and so that's like good. that's giving you the same neurotransmitters of acceptance and and all of that that you still experience and you just don't understand. C.S. Lewis again said. You know, or if, if it was C.S. Lewis or not, I, I'm, I mean, he says so many brilliant things that it's like it just feels like you can just default and say C.S. Lewis. But he, or excuse me, whoever said this, said that we all are born with this desire to feel belong. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so, like, we fill it with so many things. Yeah. But there is only one thing that will truly fill 
that void in your life, and we all know that that's God. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yep. So what can we say about, like, because pornography, um, unfortunately, has been the cause of, like, breaking a lot of relationships, um, marriages, and all that. So what's something that you can say about that? Because I know that you've been in some situations, too, you know, with, with your wife. Yeah, and all sure. That. Yeah. Well, so to, to answer what you're saying, Eli, let me tell the rest of the story is that, because trust me, thank God there's a really happy ending to this is that. Um, so in, in, in roughly two, well, fast forward now to 2009, 2009, I was on my final deployment. And, uh, once again, uh, I told that story about the VHS tape because now it's almost like I, I actually just had an epiphany is that I was really good about covering up my steps. Right. But as Jackie started being the light in my life, I started losing my ability to lie. That's good. And so I sent her back a computer because my computer stopped working. And guess what? There was a file on it. Hmm. And that file was pornography. And she found it. Yeah, women are great investigators. Yeah. Right. So yeah. she'll tell you better than I will. But I want to say the reason why she found it, of course, because she was looking for it. So there have been a couple of times that this this smartphone that I had in my hand, not thank God, not this one, but this smartphone that I had back when it was like whenever iPhone it was at that time, there was at least one, possibly two other times that she had caught me. And I noticed that it still had such bad roots in my life is that it was so difficult to find. And so like this ended up, I believe this was the third time and I felt like it was like the third strike and I really have a problem and I really need to do something about it. And so I, I get back off of that deployment. Um, while I was on the deployment, of course, I started doing that like, well, I can beat this thing. You know, it's all on me. I failed now for a third time. And that's when I went on and I did some of the things like the covenant eye stuff. And I started doing like, uh, I started doing like uh, stuff with, um, I think X3 Church had a really good uh, workshop, if you will, that you could work through in like 12 weeks. So anyway, I started doing some things, right? But at the end of the day, all of that just simply said, what do I need to do? Because my wife is now about to leave me. So when you know that you have truly hit rock bottom is when you know that if you want to continue on a certain addiction, if it hurts worse to continue on with that addiction than it does for you to continue to take that addiction out of your life, that pain is where you really know that you've hit rock bottom. Because there was a couple of times that I thought I hit rock bottom. I was like, you know, the first or second time I was caught by my wife, I was like, eh, you know, I feel really horrible, sure. I'll beat it. Don't worry. I'll get rid of my phone. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll throw away my computer. You know, those typical kind of like, these are the yeah. ways that I'll overcome it. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll stop looking at the internet or whatever. So, you know, those things only work temporarily because you're going to find ways. Temptation will still make its way into your life and you're still going to be bombarded with temptation. So, um, I say that because it's like until I finally hit the rock bottom of this really does actually hurt worse if I continue this rather than actually remove it from my life. That's when you know you're really there because I had hit these rock bottoms. And I say that in quotation marks a couple of times before. And I realized it really wasn't rock bottom. That was actually like a false rock bottom, right? It wasn't until my marriage was on the line and I realized I was going to lose my family because of this addiction that I finally had to actually do something. And that something of course was I needed to turn to God. Yeah. That's good. So, um, like I said, praise be to God for the fact that our relationship is mended. Um, I can sit here and I can tell you that she knows everything about all of my technology. She can sign in onto it whenever she wants. And I can now live in the reassurance because I dove into the word in such a way and actually went through the one thing that worked was 
going back and just like we're talking about on this podcast, going back and checking out my insecurities, man, I will tell you right now, if you don't have a significant parental figure in your life, find somebody that you can look up to because what really truly helped me start healing besides my wife was a pastor of mine who actually sat me down because this was like something that, you know, it was like a choose me, choose your family or choose this life of pornography. And when I went to that pastor and I started trying to put those pieces back together, we went back into my entire story of my life and developing those insecurities being covered up with this compulsion type behavior I have. It went all the way back to my childhood. You know, we, he sat there and we went through the 12 steps just like you would if you were an alcoholic, just like you would if you were like addicted to drugs. But he looked at me and I'm going to try not to choke up when I say this because it still has this kind of an impact. But I had this, he was older than me at the time and he looked at me, grabbed me in both hands. And like, unlike my father, rest is, rest in peace, never said to me as he looked at me and he goes, I forgive you. That's so awesome. good. And man, I melted. <laughs> it was like I turned into an eight-year-old boy who dropped his brand new mm. ice cream out of the ice cream truck. I mean, like I melted. That, That's awesome. That I is think- so awesome because um, I've noticed through my studies of the scriptures, and um, <clears throat> one of one of one of the unlocking mechanisms to your breakthrough and to your blessing is you being able to have forgiveness. Yeah, and um, you being able to forgive yourself. Yeah, you yep. know, and and it, it, it's funny, you know. You, you hit you hit this rock bottom. Let's just say 2010, right? So you're 30 years old ish. 30 years old. Did you think about when you were seven, eight, nine? That fast forward 21 years, and I'm going to have to choose between my kids and my wife, or this stupid addiction. Never. Right. So that's why it's so important in the early onset of an addiction in the early onset of pain in the early onset uh, of, of, of a struggle to have people for me, for instance, for me, I have not only my family, obviously, but I have Jess and I have Eli that no matter what I'm dealing with, I could come to either one of them yeah. at any time of the day and say, bro, I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah. yeah that's good. That, that's the I'm key sure of so. overcoming insecurities, accountability. Like you have to have a person, the correct that, people around you, right? The correct people around you and, and, to be vulnerable with, to be so honest and so open and say, hey, I'm, I don't know how to deal with this. I feel insecure. I feel like I'm, I don't know what to do with this. Like, I need help. And then when you recognize that you're in, in a situation that you cannot handle, that it has to be God, that's when, when God's interfered. And I, like he comes to, to you through also. He comes to you through a person, through, through a friend, yeah. through a pastor, but he's there with you and then he helps you to go through it. Yeah. So and also the, the whole... I'm sure that um first of all let's be honest everybody deals with with insecurity like yeah. everybody yeah. deals with insecurity like the from the person that's um in the pulpit to the person that is sitting in in high yeah. like just everybody everybody so um so so please don't listen to this podcast and say, well, I don't deal with porn, so this doesn't apply to me. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> don't insert your insecurity here. Don't right. don't say that because the ones they've mentioned, I don't deal with. If I can't, please hold that thought because yeah. I just I wanted to, to to speak to that if I could. Is that yes? You're absolutely. If you're listening to this, I'm talking to you right now, podcast listener. Is the fact that this is when he told me I forgive you. 
that allowed me to know all these different facades that I actually had. Here's the deal with insecurities, folks. They don't leave the room, okay? And I look at it as like, this is Daniel in the lion den, right? When he went into that lion's den, I look at those lines, I look at those lines as my insecurities. They're sleeping now. But the fact of the matter is the lion hasn't left the room. The That's lion so at good. any moment, yeah. so I, it, it's, it's, am I going to walk up to it and am I going to start poking it again? Yeah. Because once I start doing that, then that's the problem. I'm going to wake that sleeping lion. And so that's what I had to realize is that it had all these fake Frank Ritzes, right? Like you can call them Frank Ritz, A, B, C, whatever. I had so many f- fake Frank Ritzes that yeah. these masks of confidence that Eli said, I mean, like it wasn't just against pornography. I mean, like it was against like so many different things about my, Showing that I want to be perfect because if I showed that I could be perfect, then I was covering my insecurities. Yeah. You know, so it was like, I just need to realize that the lion is sleeping in the room and then I don't go over and then I don't poke it, whatever and that insecurity is. And there's so many uh, things that we can say. There's so many branches about insecurity. Like, yeah. Especially if, uh, for me, the one that hits me the most is social media because I keep comparing myself with other people. And That's how I was just going to go and to then, that. And then I, I measure my life and, and then I can categorize my life because Absolutely. of what I see. Um, and then I put myself in a category or in a position that I'm not because God yeah. sees me differently. So it's really hard because like you, you just need to like either talk about it yeah. or just Turn off your, your phone or like delete those, those social media to be, to be able to move forward. That person that, um, what, what was really helpful to me, if you're listening, uh, guys and gals is, uh, a book by, uh, I can't remember his author's name, but it's called Samson and the Pirate Monks. And it's like, it was life changing for me, guys. The reason why I say that is because there's a bunch of like practical steps inside of it and whatever, whatever. The, the gentleman who wrote the story, wonderful story about overcoming compulsions and stuff like that. But long story short is that, you know, we're describing this accountability partner, if you will. Well, Paul, you know, Paul from the New Testament, Paul. Yeah. Yep. He had an accountability partner and that gentleman's name was Silas. Absolutely. And so you need to find yourselves a Silas, y'all. You need yeah. to find yourself somebody who is not going to judge you. And will absolutely simply listen to you and allow you to pour that sin out in order to be able to go ahead and find Frank, the healing. Um, I, I really feel this, Frank. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I, um, I think that there's a lot of, uh, people that, uh, you are speaking to their four, five, six, seven, eight year old self. And when stuff started to develop, um, what would you say to yourself at that age? And I think this is something that you're also going to say to our listeners. What would you tell yourself that the, the young Frank, what, what can you tell him, uh, that you wish you would have known? So if I was, if I was able to have a flux capacitor and travel in Doc Brown's time machine, I would travel back to myself and I would simply say, Whatever you do, Frank, do not believe the lies of the world. Yeah. Mm, that's so good. Don't let the lies of the world, let the real truth of Jesus explain what you need to measure your character against. That's good. That's so good. That's really good. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm applying that to myself. Um, so we always want to um, give you some Bible verses. And there's one here that I love, but I'm just going to read you um, two verses of it because we are running a little bit. Um, out of time, but in Ephesians 2, and I'm going to read uh, verse 3 and 4, it says, 
Um, all of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. For our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But, in number verse 4 says, But God is so rich in mercy, and He loved us so much, that even though we were dead because of our sins, He gave us life when He raised Christ from the dead. So, yeah. that's really powerful. Like, like We categorize ourselves like... Oh, I, that's, I'm not, there's no way I can be fixed. Like, there's no way God's gonna like me, or there's no way God's gonna receive me back again because of my passionate desires that have been so, um, tangible in my life. And I've been, I've been a sinner all my life. I don't know how to do that. Um, but God is telling you, like, I already overcome those, um, you know, insecurities. Yeah. You just come to God, you, like, you, like Frank, uh, did. You know, what's interesting about sin is that we have, we have sins on different levels, right? Uh, a lie is down here and cheating on your spouse is up here. But in the Bible, <laughs> sin is sin is sin is sin, right? Yeah. And and sure, there are sins that the world classifies as worse because the law no, of the land like, and this, that, and the other. The white lies. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, you know, here, here's the thing. And I, and I want you to really lean in on this one because the, the benefit of being a Christ follower, a Christian, someone who has relationship with God – is that we now have access to mercy and we have access to grace. And it says in Romans 5, 1 and 2, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, not by works, not by what we did, not by who we are, not by the comparisons that we have, not by the insecurities that we have, but we're justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that through him we also have obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. So by us being able to be friends of God, as the Bible calls it yeah. for by us ha having faith that something out there is bigger than who we are. Absolutely. We now have access to him. You know, we don't have to go through, the the inner the inner courts anymore. We have yeah. direct at the veil was was was, was torn, torn when when Jesus died on the cross. The reason it was so imperative for Jesus to come and die on the cross, so imperative to where he looked at Peter and said, "Get behind me, Satan." When when Peter said, "No, I don't want you to die. Get behind me, Satan. I have to die because right now blood has to be shed for sin. There has to be something. There there has to be something paid for sin." So by becoming the ultimate sacrifice, the ultimate payment, the veil was torn to where now we have direct access to God. We don't have to go through anybody else. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, Psalms 139 says that you have been fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. Like this is, this is the, your identity is in God. Like there's nothing that can define you. There's nothing that can label you. There's nothing that can... Uh, put you in some some sort of cultural box like God has designed you with purpose with destiny and, and I'm sure Frank is can is a testament of that and the guys here and myself like um, it's easy and let's if we're honest it's easier said than uh, than done right but we can get to that point where our filters are start to be altered and we can start to function uh from who God calls us instead of start to function from what we feel or what we see, you know? So, um, people, we are, there's so much stuff that we wanted to talk about. Um, but, um, I, I really feel, um, 
Frank, take these these last couple of minutes. Um, uh, I would I would like you to just pray over the people, whatever you feel, and then um, if you could really quickly just talk about uh, your podcast and uh, wh- where people can find you. That way, we do a, a quick plug. Sure. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. So, first of all, like I said again, podcast listeners, I want you to know I forgive you. And the only reason why I say that is because I want to offer you that opportunity of knowing That's so good. that our father has forgiven you. That's so good. And so, you know, whatever your insecurity may be, realize that that sin is paid for by the blood of Jesus yes. and that you yes. are not, you are not bound by that sin anymore. He came and broke the chains. The same Jesus that was sitting with God in eternity past and said, you know what? We're going to create something. And we're going to tell the greatest love story ever. Wow. And you need to realize that the, the, the creator of the universe came in the flesh and lived and died for us. That's right. And that when he was nailed to the cross, your sins were literally nailed to that as well. And so, you know, rest assured is that I, I, I will let you know that you will be tempted and you will understand that that as long as there is breath in your body that these this world is trying to control you and that because of that i turn to the book the first book of corinthians all right going back to paul in chapter 10 in verse 13 and 14 he speaks of no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind and he and god is faithful and he can, will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear but instead when you are tempted he will also provide a way out so yes. that you can endure it. Yes. And so I'm going to tell you right now that the words of Paul remain true even today, guys, is that you have a way to get out of this sin. The guilt, the shame, the suffering that you have had, it can go away because your God has absolutely provided a way to get out of it. And so that is my prayer for you is that you have an opportunity to understand this solemn promise that Paul gave to us 2000 years ago and that Jesus gave us to us even well before that folks is that you have a way to get out of this temptation so you can endure it and let all the glory be to God. Amazing. Okay. Amazing. Frank, what is your podcast? I mean, we need, we need to listen to some of your stuff. Um, so yeah, so, uh, I told you I was a, a physician assistant there a little while back. And so I got this crazy notion about 10 years ago is that I said, I don't like modern healthcare. And the reason why I say that is I say that <laughs> laughing is because I know you probably feel me out there is the fact that, uh, pills and some of these other things that we do are just a little, these pills procedures and things like that are just a little hokey and often they feel like they don't work. So I'm not saying that I'm, you know, please by all means, this isn't a dodge for, you know, modern healthcare. I love modern healthcare, but the fact of the matter is, is that it's only a tip of an iceberg. It's really all about preventative medicine. And so over the last 10 years, I've been able to work with a lot of other different folks outside of, um, you know, what we like to call modern Western healthcare and really learn how to teach the body how to heal accordingly. And so I've developed this program through my own trials and tribulations over the last 10 years. It's called unconventional wellness, unconventional, wellness. unconventional wellness, right? We live in it. So it's, it's living unconventionally in a conventional world, right? So I've created five pillars of wellness and none of these should be extremely foreign to anybody. But we talk about nutrition, we talk about movement, because I hate the word exercise. Movement is a lot more important to talk about. Um, we talk about getting better sleep, removing the stress and anxiety out of your life, and also getting rid of those toxins that can really bind us up. And so catch me over on my podcast. It's all 
called Unconventional Wellness Radio. I love to just circulate through those. I have special guests. We bring doctors and other PAs and chiropractors and all these folks on there to really just talk about how to help empower you to have better health that you could ever, not even really ever imagine. That's awesome. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for taking time uh, uh, yes. out of your vacation uh, to come be amazing, on our amazing. podcast with us. This was, this was awesome. Um, I, I think when we sat down and we're talking about overcoming insecurities, I, I don't know how we could have scripted it any better. Yeah. 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 Uh, so thank you, God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Well, guys, we love you. Thank you for listening. Uh, and again, uh, we, I'm going to do a, a short prayer. Uh, so, cause we're, we're really going over our time here, but, uh, we can't, we can't shut this down without praying real quick. So, um, Father God, we just thank you for, uh, our brother Frank, we thank you, Father God, for what you're doing. I thank you because you have allowed us uh, to start to uncover truths, Father God, that have been deeply buried within our souls, Father God. I thank you, Father God, because without uncovering uh, certain things, we will never know what has taken deep root, Father God. So we come against everything that has been uh, has been deeply rooted in our souls and has uh, tried to come and just distort truth, Father God. Uh, we just bind every lie of the enemy and we speak to, um, we go back in time and we speak to our ourselves as children and we can uh, start to to speak healing to ourselves and and speak uh, just wholeness, Father God, into ourselves. So we we thank you. For this amazing time, Father God, we honor you and we love you. Once again, people, this is Renewed Podcast. Just Renewed People Podcast. We, I love you guys. <laughs> Frank, again, thank you so, so much thank you as well. for being here. Guys, thank you for listening. Love y'all. Love, love you. you guys. That's it, everyone. I sure hope that that spoke to you because, honestly, it has been something that I've been battling with for so long. And so I hope you got some actual value out of that that you can apply. If you have any questions about any of this or being able to help overcome insecurities in your own life, I am absolutely available to you. Uh, I want you to email me at frank at Ritz Essentials, and I will do my best to help you out wherever you are because that is my purpose. That is my mission is that I am here to help. And so I hope that that spoke to you. Uh, and I am just so excited about where this podcast is going. So make sure that you subscribe to our channel and make sure that you're sharing this so other people can get the same sort of advice that we try to give to you. Until then, we will talk to you again soon on a very another podcast. This is Unconventional Wellness Radio. I'm Frank. Have a wonderful week.